Hello and welcome to the Oddcast, Ireland's musical theatre podcast. My name is Keen O'Dowd and over the next little while we're going to be bringing you news of developments in all things musical theatre. Not just on Broadway and the West End, but right here at home on the Musical Society circuit. I am joined by the inimitable Daniel Ryan and Adam Trundle. Hello. How the hell are you, fellas? Hey, guys. <laughs> Doing pretty well. We're yeah. now, we're not, and I know the Taoiseach doesn't like to use this word, we're not on lockdown, but, <laughs> but we're not allowed to leave our house for anything other than food and water. We can go for a light jog, provided mm-hmm. that's within two kilometers of home. I wouldn't be so, doing uh, that anyway. Have you been out this morning for your government-approved or government-sanctioned geographically limited aerobic activity? No, not yet. Though I like to think of it more as a lock-in instead of a lockdown. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, of... the phrase, that's the phrase that I've heard today. Yeah. I thought it was quite charming. I, the, one, the one thing I think everybody shares in this, the alcohol consumption has gone through the roof. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We had a, a booze-infested game of Snakes and Ladders last night, which was, <laughs> it was very difficult. <laughs> People trying to go up snakes and down ladders. <laughs> if, if, you, if you run out of pieces, just years a beer cap. It's fine. <laughs> I suppose one thing is that we, we're obviously spending a lot more time indoors, which has Absolutely. given us the impetus, I suppose, to do this show. Uh, I know we've been talking about it for yeah. a good few months, um, <laughs> but it actually takes a, a global pandemic and a government-enforced lockdown to get the finger out and mm-hmm. actually get going. So if there's... One silver lining to uh, the coronavirus outbreak is that it might have helped in giving the world the oddcast. Oh, although uh, <laughs> we'll see. It if might might be a bit early to say. That. Yeah, yeah, it might be a bit early to say if that's actually <laughs> yeah. a silver lining. It might it might be a rather thin one. It might be like yeah. the tin foil of silver linings. I think. <laughs> yeah, An very, aluminium very, lining, very thin. Aluminium. <laughs> <laughs> So given given you've been spending so much time indoors, I mean, apart from preparing for this show, what oh, have yeah. you been entertaining yourselves with? <laughs> Adam, you said drinking, so that's... Lots of drinking, and lots and of ladders. Mario Kart as well as the big thing I've started doing. I, oh, I have yeah. a Nintendo uh, Switch with two games and I left one game in my girlfriend's house in Cork. So I have just Mario Kart. <laughs> Uh, oh. It's outside the two kilometer radius, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the postal service still operates. You can tape that to a postcard. Get it right in there. I think I think Unpost is giving free postcards. All she exactly. needs is a bit of sellotape. <laughs> Unfortunately, she's also in Kildare, so... <laughs> oh, that does not help so, at all. It is in an empty house. It's lost forever. No. How about you, Dan? Um, look, to be honest with you, this whole kind of lockdown, lock-in, whatever we're calling it, is, is, is just what I was doing before this started anyway. So, like, <laughs> I, like it hasn't been a huge difference for me. It's just when I look out the window now, there's fewer people on the road. But like, apart from oh. that, that's about it. But um, <laughs> I think that, like the one thing mercifully that came to my rescue this week was Disney Plus. Like that's just oh, um, stop. It's just been the best stop. thing. That's it's the best thing that's happened. I mean, there's not been much competition for 2020, so like <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> easily straight into the top three best things that happened this year. But um, yeah, no, just loving it, loving like just having my childhood just there at the touch of a button for only <laughs> 12 small payments of 7.99 a month but it's just fantastic absolutely fantastic so i've already so if watched... I, could, I could just interrupt your shilling for uh disney corporation yeah. <laughs> for a second uh, i mean have you checked out the mandalorian because like this is the thing that that has been front and center in all of their advertising now this is the thing 
I haven't yet because I'm pretty sure in work we came up with like a list of what order to watch things in when it comes to Star Wars. And I need to double okay. check because the accountant head in me is like, oh, well, you need to start either. You need to go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And then all sure. other and narrative, then slot, narrative and sequence, slot yeah. in everything in the middle. Or then do you go actually in what order they were made? So obviously four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. And again, slotting in. Or I think we came up with a third one. It's just like just which ones were good and which ones were terrible. So like then you'd be shoving. That's so an then, awful fan, order so to then, watch things so in. Then fan, so then Phantom Menace immediately goes to the very end, like, and then everything else before that. Do you really want to watch them in order of how good they are? That seems like I a mean, terrible isn't idea. that just like this diminishing uh, level look, of interest from you? Look, to be honest with you, by the time we're done with this, I'll have probably come up with another four different orders to watch them in on top of the three <laughs> I just mentioned there. Like so, alphabetical order. I'm pretty, I'll get through the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alphabetical yeah exactly so like I'll, i'm pretty sure i'll come back to you i'll do so i'll do thorough research and I'll, I'll let you know how that goes but that's that's what i've been doing anyway it's just been binge watching <laughs> yeah between that like streaming services everything. have come to the rescue i oh, do you know what i watched the last day i watched jaws and jaws oh. was one of those movies that i was convinced that i had seen jaws 20 <laughs> times because i think it's almost like in this sort of now forms a part of the human collective memory that we yeah. just know what Jaws is. But I sat down to watch it and I was like, I'm not sure I've ever actually seen this film. Yeah. <laughs> certainly yeah, stuff I've never turns seen up, this. Stuff turns up in <laughs> orders and you're, and, you're, and you're like, oh, I thought that happened later. Or did that not come before this? And then or as you get confused with other movies and then the, the credits roll, you're like, hold on, wait, where was that bit? So like, yeah, I, I can totally see all of, all, of, all of these movies that are like classics, like quote unquote, and yeah, and everyone's like, it's just one of those things. Like, I think there's some fun fact about 1984, the book, that people, far more people have said they've read 1984 than have oh, actually for read sure. 1984. Like. Way more, <laughs> way more. And I'd say it's a lot. I'd say it's same for a lot of films as well. It's like, oh yeah, I've totally seen Jaws, and it's like, have you though? I don't know. It's it's really it's really good kind of escapism because when you're confronted what with like this i don't know insidious existential threat seeing a much more immediate existential threat on the screen kind of at least gives you something of a semblance of mm. calm True. just stay out of the water just, exactly. just stay out of the much water sim- just a much simpler instruction <laughs> so speaking of existential threats i wanted to talk Ooh. to you today about one of the bigger pieces of news that is on the Irish musical theatre circuit, and that is the cancellation or postponement, in some cases, of I think it's about 53 shows due yeah, to the co- coronavirus outbreak. And I suppose, look, we should preface everything we say by noting that this is obviously in comparison to the broader scheme of things <laughs> that is going on with coronavirus, incredibly trivial. I think <laughs> it's you know, the most important it, outcome, to be it, honest. It, I think it is the most important <laughs> adverse impact (laughs) but i mean you know in in terms of in terms of (laughs) like the restrictions of people's liberty and and just i suppose all of the the various economic and health consequences of what what's going on it's small in the grand scheme of things but for a lot of societies and for a lot of people it's big big news because i know that some of those shows were cancelled mid-production maybe even like two shows into the run Mm. and so you have these societies that have a load of sunk costs into those productions and now can't get that revenue in the door from tickets that they were expecting to get and it's it's a really really difficult situation 
for societies to find themselves in. And this happens so quickly. Like Huge. I remember quick. we were doing Ghost in, in New Ross. We were, I think, 2nd to 7th of March. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of thinking, God, you know, some of those shows in late April, they're really going to be struggling. And I think it was, <laughs> I think Leo Varadkar was on the TV, 12th of March from Washington going, everything, gatherings, 100 people or more indoors, banned. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shutters it came down. It's just crazy how things escalated so quickly because literally like I was on stage in Athlone the same week you were in New Ross. And literally at the time, I, 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 you would not have thought that we would, like any show that week was going to be like the, the societies that would get the last full run of a show in. Like oh, and literally yeah. the following week, everybody else either had to cancel mid run or else like you were just gone. You were finished after that. And it's just so weird how things escalated just so quickly after that. It was it's just bonkers. Like it was. It's commendable in, in a sense as well, considering we were at Sister Act in Nace on the Wednesday night, and by the Thursday, everyone was okay. Fair enough. We need to do this. You know, there was nobody yeah. really who was like you know gung ho to go ahead. You know, against the advice. Yeah. You know, which no, is which and- is commendable. And it was so strange because like we were, we had, we had gone to Sister Act in Nace on the Wednesday. And then I think a couple of us were due to go to Sister Act in Teachers Musical Society (laughs) on the Thursday. And that morning that was cancelled. I mean, it it was just so abrupt. And I don't, if anybody turns around and says, well, actually I was really prescient. You know, I saw this coming. Lies. (laughs) Like no one, everybody, everybody knew that this was coming to some extent, but I think just the rapidity with which that happened was yeah. was beyond anything anybody really anticipated. Yeah. But what what it has done, I suppose, on top of creating a huge headache for societies that were either cancelled mid-run or societies that now are not able to put their show on, and we're in that boat because the three of us are members of the Committee of Newbridge Musical Society, West Side Story, it it was it was due to be on 13th to 18th of April, and we've just had to cancel and postpone it until the same week in the calendar next year. Yeah, uh, and you know, like like a lot of societies, we would love to be in a position to go ahead and put it on in autumn, but finances just wouldn't really allow no, something like that. It's risky, and I suppose we're yeah. really hoping it doesn't become endemic. I think is the word I've heard, which means it comes back every year. Uh, I yeah. was thinking more perennial, but <laughs> I don't think that's the correct word Jeepers. for a disease. <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> Easter is then looking like a very bad time of year. Yeah, just a charming little virus. The perennial that comes every COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are those are words I've usually only heard associated with a flower bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I think they've opted for endemic. It sounds a lot more serious right, yeah. than perennial. Yeah, um, yeah I think but, uh, <laughs> Easter is looking <laughs> like maybe not the best time to do a musical. <laughs> and, if that's the case. Yeah. But fingers crossed, touch wood. All but of that. I, I suppose what that what that ends up creating, because we've we had a show in Newbridge that we were due to put on in April and we're now not putting it on this year and we're putting it on next year, and so many other people in that boat are in that boat. I think you're looking at something along the lines of 53 productions that were either cancelled completely or postponed mid-run. It's ended up threatening to derail this Ames Gala weekend that happens every year. And not only that, but but also the entire awards and adjudication scheme. And yeah. I suppose for anybody who's unsure of what Ames is, it's the Association of Irish Musical Societies. That's what it sounds Collective... For. <laughs> representative body for musical societies 
theater groups over 120, I think. And really, I think the principal reason that societies join up and sign up for AIMS is this adjudication and award scheme, which kind of works. And the accompanying weekend. And accompanying weekend. And it works <laughs> a little bit like, I don't know, an Irish musical version of the Tonys or or maybe the, the Olivier Awards if you don't. I can, yeah, you're, you're probably... <laughs> You're probably disinclined to go in an Americanization, Adam. So we'll go with Olivier Awards. <laughs> um, and and it's very simple. You know, you apply to have your show adjudicated. The adjudicator from Ames comes along, reviews your show, publishes a version of that review in Ames's journal Showtimes. And at the end of the year, the adjudicator looks at all the shows he or she has been to and picks, in most categories, the three best performances to be nominated for an award. Yeah. And... And those categories are kind of what you might expect. Best actress, best male singer, best musical director, et cetera, et cetera. And then what happens is those nominations are announced in May and the winners are revealed at this huge weekend that happens in Killarney in June. I think this year it's due to be on the 12th to 14th of June at the INAC at the Glen Eagle Hotel. And it's essentially a two-day party. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's yeah. essentially a two-day party with a thousand musical theater heads from all around the country. And it is brilliant crack. Mm-hmm. So I've it heard. Is fantastic must, fun. Full Amen. disclosure, I'm an Ames virgin. So Ooh, I, wow. <laughs> I was hoping to pop that cherry this coming June. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> that's, well, it's seeming in doubt at the minute. I mean, like, who knows? By seeming... June, we could be out in the, the clear. But, but yeah, like you said, it's, like it's the seeming, cancellation it's of seeming shows. It's seeming in doubt at the minute. So um, and, and I think we kind of have to separate two things, don't we? Because I think we have to separate like what's going to happen with this awards and adjudication scheme and what might happen about the gala weekend or the awards weekend. That's true, yeah. Because they're not because, necessarily joined at the hip. Because I, I think you probably have to take a view at this stage that that awards weekend, 12th to 14th of June, looks incredibly unlikely at this point. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely it definitely the way things are going, like all of a sudden now we're like we're nearly into april and like the, the, all these measures and the kind of the, the lockdown the restrictions etc etc they're going to be going on to like mid-april at the, mm. at the at the at the earliest like you know and it could go on even beyond that so all of a sudden when you start getting into may and if this is still a problem like will people even if even if the co- even get you the, you get your all clear and it's fine it's fine to go back inside again like you know will people want to do people want to go from having spent five or six weeks surrounded by the same four or five people to suddenly yes let's go down to Killarney and let's just get into a room where there's about over a thousand of us all together and you know yes fine we're having an, from and all and over the everyone, country and, yeah. and, and, then, and as the night goes on your inhibitions get less everyone's hugging and touching off each other like you know is that really something people want to go do- like that's going straight back in at the deep end but you know yeah and I, I having said that say, full disclosure i would be totally there for that because i absolutely love Ames. it's an absolute session <laughs> and a half but i think and, we have to say there is no prospect of socially distancing at Ames, like oh none whatsoever <laughs> that place is i mean it's over a thousand people it is bursting at the seams every year yeah and, uh, so, in Killar- and in Killarney which is like you know tourism central so even if you even if you were to leave the confines of the INEC and Glen Eagle and you were to venture <laughs> into town like you know even there's all mobbed as well like so yeah yeah it's it, it, so you, you don't get much you know personal space but it's fine it, it really yeah. it really does it seem like fine. this is just <laughs> not going to go ahead in June because I think most of the public health advice is sort of saying months rather than weeks 
Yeah. Even yeah, in the just, most optimistic of viewpoints. It just seems so unlikely that by June you'd be able to have an event of this scale like that. You know, it just it just kinda of, and at some level it doesn't nearly kind of feel a bit wrong. Do you know like on a way like sure, how, sure. like even if things were like even if miracle of miracles by the 19th of april that this is like we get all clear and like you know the numbers have gone way down you know we found a way to contain it etc etc in less than two months it's still really like socially accepted like nobody kind of really i don't think right now anyone's thinking about beyond this right now we're in kind of like containment and trying to stop it etc etc keeping as many people healthy but kind of like beyond Mm -hmm. that like the way we like you know interact you know with each other the way like we do business all these things are going to be so different after all of this. Like, you know, like the idea of having like, for sure. I mean, like I've, I've never carried, I haven't carried cash with me for God knows how long, but now suddenly that might become the norm. Like, you know, nobody will be able to carry cash. People don't want to be dealing with cash at all. And like, you know, it's, it's little things like that. So when you like trying to have true. an event of this scale, like, is it even actually going to be like allowed? Is it, is it, if you, would you feel that you're kind of breaking some kind of law? If you, if you were to do it, even though yeah, perfectly social enough, taboo. it's all perfectly yeah. legal. It's, it's really something that has to be taken into consideration as to even if the restrictions are lifted, is it right to mm-hmm. have an event like that so soon afterwards? But apart from the awards weekend, and I think we're probably all in agreement that that's probably not going to go ahead now in June, you still have this pretty sticky issue of what's going to happen with nominations. So mm. anybody who's kind of involved in a musical society committee will have probably seen this email that has gone around to all of the musical societies from your regional chairperson, because the Odd Theatre Company is based in Newbridge. We're in the Midlands section. So I got this email from Alton Keane, and it essentially asks for the opinion of musical societies on what should happen with this awards and adjudication scheme. And he starts off by talking about you know, how the National Executive and Council are, are working working behind the scenes to take some kind of uh, of action around this. And he essentially outlines about three different options that we can proceed through. Yeah. So option number one is to cancel the awards and the remainder of the scheme for 2020. It didn't happen. And just start afresh for the new season of 2020 and 2021. And option two is cancel the awards, but maybe have nominations for those who have already been adjudicated, those who had an adjudicator attend the show and review it prior to March 12th, when it all stopped, and maybe look to moving the awards weekend to a later point in the year, if people would be interested in that. And then the third option is roll the two seasons into one. So you have this large season that essentially runs from September 2019, right up until May 2021, and we do all of the awards at Ames in 2021. And yeah. I think my reaction first off was, well, option two, right? And I think that was probably a lot of people's. Seems to be the consensus anyway from WhatsApp first groups thought. and, and yeah, was just like, let people who have gone through the review process, um, let them be eligible for awards in the same way as normal. And then... I mean, it's unfortunate that so many societies are not eligible, but it's nobody's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. No, it no, seems, absolutely. It seems like, fair oh, on the face of it. Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. Like reading those three options cold. Number two is like the one that's like, well, that's like human nature. Like, well, that's that's the fairest option. That's like the one that won't ruin it for the most amount of people. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what you might call the least worst. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. The least worst yeah. is the best way to like describe it. The classic it. least worst option. And I kind of I sat around and I thought about about those a little bit. And I had kind of initially dismissed option one, which was like cancel the season entirely. I'd kind of dismissed it out of hand. And maybe the more I thought about it, the more I saw reasons why you might consider it. And like, bear with me. Okay, okay. go so, on, go on. I'm listening. Yeah. I mean, you have to ask, if we go ahead and we go through the nominations and the awards just for the people who have been adjudicated, does it in some way devalue this year's nominations and awards? Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> like, I mean... Like, you're not, you're not going up against all of your peers. You know, if you're in the best actor category... You're, you're not going up against every... And there's some really, really good societies and some brilliant people in that latter half of the year who would be there, who would be up for a nomination. That sounds yeah. to me, though, a bit like sour grapes, though. Like, if someone turned around... <laughs> like, if you, could, if you actually had, like, to win something this year and then somebody turned around and was like, oh, well, you know, you didn't... Like, you know, you only went up against, like, 75% of the societies. Like, you know, I would actually turn around and lay them out like a plot of turf. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I... I, I'm unexpectedly just, I, violent I, repost. I just yeah. would. I actually just would have been like, I'm sorry, I'm in class enough to get it, regardless. Like, send me, put on another twenty societies, and I'll still get that nom. So, like, you know, I for me, I'm just kind of like, if someone turned around and was like, it doesn't really mean much. I'm like, well, you don't mean much. No, <laughs> you don't mean but much. It would to kind me. of. But that it is kind of like having the like the FIFA World Cup and only inviting like the European teams. It's like if you're not letting Brazil play. Like your World Cup medal doesn't really count. <laughs> True. Know? I mean, yeah, but they they shouldn't have it's, let that COVID in got, there. It's kind of got shades of that for me. I, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm you're just that. I'm, I'm like not that, that I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not saying about. You've convinced anybody. me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not talking of anybody talking smack about you know somebody else's award. But I just mean for myself. You know, like if I'm sitting there and I'm you know nominated or I even win. Is there always going to be something in the back of my head going? Would I have won though? Nah. Like, would I have won if I if I had to go <laughs> go up against like the full complement? Like, is, is there? Nah, you would have. You would. You wouldn't <laughs> sit there. I absolutely would not sit there and be like, oh, I'm like you know, like that's that's a really that's I mean that's a bit of an Irish kind of thing. It's like ah, yeah, no, but that person's <laughs> really good. Like you know, kind of. There's always like ah, no, like someone like you know, and like in fairness, like the history of aims, like for every every one person who like wins it and you're like yeah no totally 100% deserved absolutely there's about five stories of people being like they were terrible they were rubbish what are you on about like so you're gonna have that no matter what so like mm -hmm. I'd say yeah. you know take it when you're when you've less competition and run with it like you know I mean like draw the comparison to like Liverpool this year are we really going to turn around and say just because everybody else was tripping up over themselves constantly they were like well and now if we were to cancel it that Liverpool wouldn't deserve it the Premier League. By the way, I'm a Man United fan, so that would like fill me with such rage and anger. But I'm still sitting here being like, "Yeah, fine. Even if we like, if we were to cancel it, or if we were to go ahead and just say, do you know what? Let's not play the rest of the games. Let's just give them the trophy now." Mm. Although I'd be so apocalyptically angry, I'd equally be like, "Do you know what? Fair enough. They they totally deserved it. Like, there's no way you could say even if we played the rest of the games that they wouldn't deserve it." So I that would be my drawing of a parallel there. And I'd be is like, there, you know what? Is there that an argument to be made? Like, is there an argument to be made for a demonstration of solidarity with everybody who was cancelled? So, 
all oh, of the you're music, saying like, in favor of option one still is like if so. You know, I'm, if, I'm if saying, we all I'm suffer. saying an argument for option one is sort of saying, look, can we go, can we look at the, a demonstration of solidarity? Either we all do it, we're all eligible, we can all participate, or none of us are. Mm. And we recognize that this has been a really shitty thing for this to happen. You didn't get to put on your show. You didn't get to have it adjudicated. It's not eligible for awards. And what Irish musical theater is going to do, it's going to stand together and say, look, either we all participate in these things or none of us do. Hmm. That's expecting a lot of the Irish amateur musical society circuit, I feel. <laughs> mm. <laughs> look, look, absolutely. You could do that. Definitely. But, but would but, it be the right thing to do is the question. I, I mean, like... Because I don't know look, if it we're is. All per- we're, all perf- <laughs> we're all performers. We all like getting up on stage. That seems like a very like selfless thing to do for people who love hogging the spotlight. Like, and I don't, I don't think that, that'll, that won't fly with everybody, surely. <laughs> mm. Again, speaking mainly about myself here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for the record, I, I agree with you, right? Because I, I'm still pretty much convinced that option two is the way to go, adjudicate or have the shows that have been adjudicated available for nomination and for awards. And unfortunately, it's a really crappy thing that happened to everybody, but there's no real convincing reason, at least in my mind, to extend that loss to everybody else. Because we still have two thirds of societies who are eligible for this, and we may as well press ahead. Yeah, like the fact that mm. one third of groups have had to suffer this blow, and it's it is a serious blow. That doesn't mean that we should just spread that out to everyone else as well. It's and true. I, I'm still sort of convinced by that argument. I yeah. I still think that that's that's more or less the best argument. That's fair, and uh, I suppose as well, like if they do have a postponed gala weekend, like going when your show like wasn't eligible for nomination, it's not really that different to going when your show hasn't been nominated for anything anyway. Like there are plenty of people who would go to Ames because like you book the tickets and oh, like the weekend absolutely. before, yeah. like, like in some cases long before your show is even on, like in the case of Newbridge. So like you have no way of knowing if you're going to be nominated or if someone in your society is going to be nominated. Yeah, I yeah, suppose. That's a, that, <laughs> Yeah. That that'd nearly be a more kind of like act of solidarity is like even if you know if you if your show was cancelled or postponed but you still went to Ames and you still made it as special and as brilliant as it always is like you know and turned up to cheer on those who who did and we all can sit there and acknowledge that yes this was a terrible thing that happened like you know in my that that that'd be that'd be equally acting in solidarity of your fellow yeah I mean that's a fair society. point. But then what about yeah. what about this other option then? What about extending the season effectively over two seasons? You've one massive season runs from, as I said, September 2019 right up to May 2021. We catch all of the shows because that way everybody still manages to be adjudicated. Yeah. But also everybody is eligible for awards. And I know a couple, I, I know there are probably a couple of issues with it, mm. but it's an is, admin that a, nightmare. is that a, a viable option? Like, like it, it is very fair in theory because it's like everybody is now just rolling forward. But I suppose you then have potentially some people who, if, if you do two shows a year normally as a society, so you manage to get one of them done this year and then you do two next year. Like you could be, you know, like you have three shows in where some people have one. But again, that's just because you have the resources in your society to do that. So it's it's still kind of fair. Like, like there's nothing stopping you from putting on 
you know as many shows as you want within an aim season except for you know the yeah. money <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you what gets in the way of this idea for me like me. we already are stretching credibility to say that any adjudicator no matter how talented no matter how amazing their memory is can just as easily compare a performance in september of a year to a performance in may of the following year like mm, i yeah, i can absolutely. barely remember what i had for dinner yesterday <laughs> okay I, like so, I, like so you'd have how, to, like, how you'd have to anybody, rely on that you'd written those crits like straight yeah. away like so exactly so how i find it incredible how anybody can really truly compare a performance that happened six months ago to another six months later right to go back and to be comparing performances from nearly 18 months previously to performances that happened right before you make nominations i just cannot see how that is within the realms of human ability I don't know. Is adding that twelve months making that much of a difference? If it's already bad, <laughs> oh seriously! <laughs> like it but is. I'd, but even if you went back and read something that you'd written in September, October of 2019, and you're reading it now, and you're trying to make your nominations in May 2021, you're kind of like, God, I, I'm really struggling to even place that person. Yet, by by all intents and purposes, I seem to have really enjoyed their performance, but now I actually genuinely don't even remember, mm. and. You know, I for me, it's similar to option one, it just feels like once again you're kind of disadvantaging people who've done their shows already. And the fact of the matter is, if you just look at it from a pure numbers, and that might be a bit cold, but if you look at it from a numbers point of view, like the majority of shows have been put on at this stage. So I, I don't, it, it, the whole thing is dreadful, obviously, but like the the societies that are affected by this i mean they've already had to make that they've already been ex, like experiencing that themselves and the choice to either cancel or postpone their show so they should be fully sure. aware that you know tough decisions have to be made and not everybody is going to like you know benefit from this but ultimately i just i don't see why you would try either by cancelling it or by rolling it all together in my head that just kind of it favors people it's 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 favoring people who didn't get a chance to put on their shows at the expense mm. of people who did and it's hardly their fault like that that's just my yeah. overall overriding feeling about the whole thing it's like it's totally crap for everybody but let's make yeah. it as yeah. enjoyable for the people who like you know did nothing wrong they just had <laughs> they've great great they've great timing which is very important in theater so you know <laughs> great timing very I suppose, I, like, like I suppose we're all lucky enough that we were all involved in shows that had gone ahead as well as being in the position where we were involved in a show that is now not going ahead. So we're kind of lucky to have yeah. both lenses, but we probably, I'd say people who have yet to do one would be thinking differently yeah. to us. I think maybe. it allows you to see a little glimpse of both sides, but I do wonder what I feel differently if I hadn't been involved in any show that had gone on this year. Mm. I do wonder that, but I, I, I sort of, ex- I sort of accept what you're saying, Dan. I, I, I think it's right. Um, like somebody, somebody said to me, if only 77 societies, which I think is how many have been adjudicated, if only those entered the awards one year, that was all that applied for adjudication. I mean, mm-hmm. we wouldn't call off the award scheme. Yeah, you know, we'd right. let it, yeah. we'd let it go ahead. And, in some ways, even though some people have been denied the ability to have their show adjudicated, we kind of have to look at it similarly because 
it's still viable and it's still credible with 77 entrants. Yeah, it's still a pretty and big as I deal. Said, Absolutely. There's probably no real reason for extending that loss to every group in the country. Just yeah. uh, let, let the groups who have been adjudicated go forward. But it sort of raises the question that if, if we do that, and I think, by the way, just judging from what societies are saying, that is the overwhelmingly popular choice. That number two, adjudicate and nominate who has already put on their show. It raises the question of how that whole process works. So how do you do nominations this year? I mean, do you still go forward on the 24th of May, which was going to be the Sunday of the Ames Choral Festival? That's now been cancelled. Hmm. But that's usually when nominations happen. So do you still yeah. go ahead and do that? Do you do a Facebook Live, an Instagram Live, something like that? Well, I think at this point... You probably like, do, uh, yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't it kind of official now at this stage? I think, like, any shows that were, like, scheduled between now and, like, the Choral Festival, like, that would be in for this season, like, they've all been cancelled slash postponed yeah, at this stage. Right. So, like, at this stage, you're kind of like, well, then so then they can do it whenever. Like, you know, I mean, like, obviously, they had cancelled the Choral Festival before that. So, equally, there was the option there to, like, extend the window on the option, uh, like, to give people a chance, like, you know, if this gets lifted by the end of April, let's say, could you get your show in before mid-May, like, you know, before the end of May? And you could you could have looked at that. By the sense of it, that's not an option for anyone. Everyone seems to have gone with postponing it or cancelling sure. it. Sure. So now yeah. they've got kind of like free reign. At this stage, it seems that all shows that have been adjudicated are the only ones that are going to be eligible for nomination. So, like, in that respect, they can kind of go whenever, really. I think it's just a question of how long do they have to wait or, like, you know, when are they going to make a call about the actual gala weekend like i mean they do have i suppose mm-hmm. a bit of a luxury in the sense that like they have unlike people's shows like they all have a deposit right now like anybody who wants to go has already paid a bit of money right now so like yeah. in terms of that like that side if, if there was the option i can only speak for myself but if the option was there to actually get the benefit of having made that deposit i would absolutely take it because i do love i do love aims and i love going down <laughs> to it so like i would totally be up for it but equally you know kind of circling back to what we said before that you know you do have to appreciate not everybody might be comfortable in doing that and it might not even be allowed but yeah yeah in terms of when they now when they announce it i mean like Surely they have like they can do it whenever now because I don't think they're going to see any more shows. Season's effectively done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I suppose like it's not that different from nominations to the way most people get that information that they'll get it from the Facebook live video or they'll get it from a Facebook post at the end. Um, so yeah. it, it's only you know probably about a hundred people who actually go down to New Ross for the nominations or the people who are at the Choral Festival. So. Yeah, like the majority, the deal. majority of people are either you're right picking up that on. I think I think they've done a Periscope feed before, mm. and obviously social media posts as well. There's so, nothing I love more than downloading Periscope for one day a year just to watch that bloody <laughs> live feed, and then immediately as soon as, as soon as it you're ends, not a perennial it. Periscope user. <laughs> is anybody? <laughs> is it even a thing? Actually, I get I get my nominations on Telex. That's right. <laughs> um, they actually, they're telex to me. So they have to do it just so, for you. You're the only person they, they have set yeah. up a whole telex just for you. Flick, <laughs> flick that switch, raise the mizzenmast. <laughs> so, uh, so we we may not we may not have an award ceremony to look forward to in June, although we might have nominations. So that award ceremony might be pushed out to later in the year. We we don't mm. know. Uh, would mm. you go to one in October if it was an option? Yeah, Ooh, hell yeah. October. 
I mean, yeah, if I like, like if I was free, absolutely, yeah. But that's a busy time of year. Like. <laughs> that's when normal life resumes, like the summer months. Like, that's why I can get away with going down to Killarney for like a set, the guts of a working week and that's like kind you know, of true, without, isn't without, it? Without batting an eyelid, because kind of yeah, but there's nothing really going on. Like I don't like not even just in terms of like shows not being on just like life kind of just goes at a gentler pace during the summer whereas like october <laughs> it's like also october is like dreadful because it'll be dark by like 4 30 and then like you know when are you going to get I your know, like, you're indoors know, the whole time anyway yeah but when are you going to get that that quick snap on the steps outside the inec that everybody <laughs> fair point totally, totally wants that you know that everybody's totally happy to do and it's not a major inconvenience like organizing everyone to be at a certain place at a certain time <laughs> No, no, it's it's never an inconvenience to arrange for an entire musical society to be in one place at one time. I've never found that ever. Exactly. So we'll uh, yeah. So we'll have to we'll have to continue to entertain ourselves in the absence of an Ames uh, gala weekend. Oh well. Speaking of entertaining yourselves, somebody had asked me, and I I downloaded it out of interest. Broadway HD. You've probably seen this. Oh Jesus! I had an experience with Broadway oh. HD. So yeah, I wow. saw it. I added into a WhatsApp group. Not but, positive, uh, Adam. Am I getting that from your tone? Oh no, it was not positive in the slightest. So I saw someone sent a link. You know, Broadway HD. You know, to to help entertain the masses during this pandemic. Everyone's stuck at home. <laughs> Free trial. You know, and they have all of these Broadway shows. So I, I, you know, I created an account, and like most free trials, it asks for your credit card details upfront because they want to try and catch you afterwards. But on day seven of my seven-day free trial, they charged me. And I went, ah, goddammit, I thought it would be seven days. And on the eighth day, they charged me without telling me. And I then cancelled it. I cancelled it and think, well, okay, I've paid for a month now at least. And I got an email saying, your subscription has now ended with Broadway HD. (laughs) So I had it for a week and I paid a month's fee. And I think I watched about 15 minutes of the Kevin Kline uh, Pirates of Penzance, which was filmed in the 1980s on a VHS camera and was like, you know, the sound kind of warbled <laughs> a little bit. Like, you know, when you're watching an old VHS, kind of <laughs> so yeah, so it wasn't, you know, the most um, uplifting experience for being stuck at home quarantine. Well, you've you've paid for a month. At least you have the rest of the month. No, I don't. <laughs> they cancelled it. They, so yeah, I paid for a month and I got an email. But you paid for I, a month. Yeah, I did pay for a month, but they cancelled it the day <laughs> I ended it. Yeah, um, which was very, oh, was very nice frustrating. So I mean, I could try it's it again. Crazy. I, I mean, I could try it up again, but I, I don't want to repeat this process of endlessly paying them for one month's membership every week. <laughs> like I, I don't know, I don't know how you could cancel it when. You could be tuning in to watch such classics as uh, Vox Lumiere's The Hunchback of Notre Dame <laughs> or uh, all seven productions of Nonsense. Oh, wow. Oh, I've stop. never even heard of Nonsense. So fill me I in. was so on I have, the fence like... until now. <laughs> <laughs> so fill me in. Like, like, what is Nonsense? Like, I mean, I've heard of Sister Act and oh, Sound of Music, but like, what is Nonsense? It's, it's like, it's, it's basically this off-Broadway musical comedy thing that is set in a convent i think i think like the and somebody might correct me here but the premise of the first one is that one of the nuns like accidentally kills like 50 (laughs) other nuns and they have they have to raise money for all of their funerals how do you accidentally kill 50 people (laughs) i think she likes poisons them or something but then and but it's a comedy like you, oh my you god! 
right that's 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 the start of like csi (laughs) but it's yeah it's not it's actually a musical comedy and they made (laughs) seven of these things jesus i mean like that has that has off broadway written all over it like like terrible 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 event yet also like light-hearted humor like we're just gonna smash those two together and see what happens yeah See what happens. The seventh one, speaking of smashing things together and seeing what happens, the, the, the seventh one is this thing called Meshuganons, right? Of course it is. Of course it is. It is. It's this thing called Meshuganons. It is a crossover between nonsense and Fiddler on the Roof. Oh my the God. Nuns, what? The nuns are on a cruise ship. What? There is a production what? of Fiddler on the Roof on the cruise ship and... And they have no. like classics, like if I were a Catholic, da 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 da. It's, oh, it's pr- yeah. Oh my god! So you can watch all seven iterations <laughs> of nonsense on your Broadway history account. Do you know what the worst oh thing is? Oh my god! What is the it worst is, thing? I downloaded the app. I I too went went into this. And to be fair, I don't want to absolutely pan it because there are a couple of decent things in there. It does have kinky <laughs> boots. Okay. It does have yeah, an American but... in Paris. Um, has a few other ones. Has the U Jackman, Oklahoma, which I think everybody's seen about fifty times. But if you, yeah, if you somehow though. have managed to avoid it, it's there. Um, <laughs> Someone was saying it has like a, a Stephen Sondheim section for his birthday. I like I I didn't get around to yeah, that in my is, week of having it. But like, is is there a decent yeah, Sondheim the section? That, this is the one that offended me the most, right? Because I haven't I haven't gone as far as I haven't gone as far as like downloading it now. <laughs> the specialized Stephen Sondheim version for his birthday includes the Sondheim review putting it together. Okay. Nice. That's it. Oh, that's it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that is that's your Sondheim section. <laughs> like I'm that, just like, I'm scrolling through count, here. Like what songs are in putting it together even? Like and also like what quality is the video? Is it like a live video from the eighties or the seventies? Like what I, even is it? <laughs> you're you're that really that. asking me yeah, I'm way asking you too a lot. many detailed questions I mean, here. I, 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 I just go out in a limb and say if it's a Sondheim review, it's all the ones that he is certain are very good songs, and the rest of us are like, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It's probably got about five songs from the Frogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm looking at the you list. Want, you want to put something from Into the Woods in there? Nope. <laughs> so, so I don't know. There could be stuff from Into the Woods in there. I I actually don't know much about putting it together, but. uh Broadway HD, on the whole, not a great selection. I'm sorry to say. Not Not worth it. it. Broadway HD, get your act together. (laughs) So, yeah. So, not not much going on with Broadway HD. So, you may have to wait for your... uh, your musical theater fix until all of this clears up so guys thank you very much for listening in today and being part of the chat i encourage you to get in touch with us if you have any thoughts on anything we've discussed you can do that by emailing the oddcast at oddtheater.com or by getting in touch with us on facebook or instagram at the oddcast catch us again in two weeks time when we fire up the mics and bring you the next episode but until then look after yourselves stay safe gang 